welcome. You're listening to a sermon podcast from Oak Hills Church in Folsom, California. Well, again, good morning, everybody, and it is good to be here uh, for the purposes of which we have gathered. If I could have you take out the card that you received again when you came in, just because we're going to focus in on this at this point. You'll notice on the front there are some verses, one of which is a verse that we've read a few times at the end of the services during this Defiant Hope series. The last one, the last verse on the card is Romans 15. It says Romans 15, 1. It should be Romans 15, 13. But it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is kind of the goal of this series that we have been in during Eastertide. As we continue to celebrate Easter and the line out of that one song, no, no one crushes death and darkness like Jesus does. And that's what we celebrated at the resurrection, that because of the resurrection, because the great enemy of death was overcome by the power of Jesus, if he can defeat the greatest enemy, then we can have hope for whatever it is that we're facing Since the greatest enemy is now defeated, any other enemy can also be defeated. So this series has been about, hopefully, encouraging all of us to overflow with hope. And you'll notice in that single verse in Romans chapter 15 that there's kind of a Trinitarian almost flavor to it. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you'll overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't see Jesus's actual name, but when the Bible talks about trusting him, certainly in the New Testament, it's referencing the Son. And so we have the God of hope, we have trusting in the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so there is this sense that Trinitarian power, that God's goodness wants to flow in his people to stir up hope. And it seems to me, as we've said several times in this series, that whether it be personally or more globally, we are all amply supplied with discouraging news, anti-hope, plenty of troubles to go around. We're amply supplied with cynicism, looking at certain situations and kind of having this smirk and hope thinking we can see through it. And whether we lose hope in that or just simply think, yeah, that's not going to do anything, whatever that cynicism, however it might manifest itself. We're all amply supplied and our world is amply supplied with this focus on what is wrong. And clearly there is plenty wrong in the world. But this series has been about Eastertide, celebrating the resurrection and an ongoing celebration of the resurrection. And because of the resurrection, we can say in whatever situation we're facing that hope actually makes sense now. Hope actually is more rational than it is irrational. Because our hope is not based on human progress, it's not based on digging deep and trying hard, it's not even based on being good. Our hope is based on the reliability of Jesus, the one who came back from the grave. So in whatever particular situation that we are facing, and here I'd like to encourage us to kind of drop down the funnel a little bit as we think about these cards and think about personally where you might need hope today or where you might uh, be feeling hopeful. And in our personal lives, in a church family, all the time this is going on. 
people are dealing with things in their health. They're dealing with things in their relationships. They're dealing with issues in their finances that are weighing them down, in their jobs perhaps, that are difficult. They're dealing with things in their family that is stealing hope and robbing them of hope. They're young people these days. I don't know how they are today, but about now, when I was in high school and college, I was feeling hopeless up against finals. And that's probably, you know, swimming around a little bit these days as well. Just this overwhelming sense of being up against something. And you just feel the sense of strain and pressure. It happens personally to all of us at different times. If we can't think of something ourselves, it doesn't take very long to imagine a friend who this very minute in one of those categories might be feeling hopeless. Or if we want to go even beyond that and just think about our world on a more global scale, our world needs hope. There are wars. There is division. There is poverty, and we could list many other things. And part of what it means to be a church family, and increasingly, I said this at the beginning, but increasingly to me, this is rising in its importance. If someone were to say to me, well, when you think of Oak Hills and you think of the future and you think of a vision, what is one of the things that comes to mind that you hope happens? Well, one of the things that I hope happen is that we continue to see each other as brothers and sisters relationally and as pastors and priests and ministers whose job it is is to speak life and encouragement and hope into each other to spur one another on toward love, good deeds, and hope. That there's this kind of dynamic where instead of a gathering like this, where the, instead of the focus being this way, that the focus would be this way that you would recognize the role we all have to be the voice of God and his ministers to one another. And so in a family like this, we walk with each other through the adventures of hope and through the challenges of hopelessness. So as you think about this card, I mentioned this earlier, two prompts. I need hope in what area, what issue, what situation, or I am hopeful because. And I'd like to ask you to be thinking about that Because we're going to move into a time very quickly where you will have a chance to share. So if you would just kind of close your eyes for a moment. And let's take the next several minutes. Jordan's going to sing a song to help us find space. I would discourage you from singing along. Uh, Just let his words kind of wash over you and point you down this path of where do I need hope today? Or where does a friend need hope today? Or maybe it's not a situation where you need hope, but where you really feel hopeful. And you want to proclaim that hope today. Through one of the scriptures on the front of this card. Through a scripture that you know of that has been hope stirring for you. Where do you want to proclaim hope today? Where do you feel hopeful? Where maybe did you feel less hopeful two months ago or three or four But today, through God's hand, he's resurrected hope. Take a moment as we reflect on these things. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we now give our attention to our own personal hope journey, speak to us about where in our lives we need hope, where in our lives we are experiencing hope. We give you these few minutes, Holy Spirit, to move among us 
and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, here's how we're going to do this. Our elder board is going to be scattered around. There'll be one over in this area, one over here. You guys can move into place if you, if you don't mind. Another person here and another one here. And they're going to have a microphone. And what's going to happen is, is I just would encourage you if you have, again, back to the card, an area where you need hope, an area where you want to proclaim hope, scripture, a passage, some area of life where you are feeling hopeful today and you want to declare it for the rest of us to hear, just raise your hand. I'll call on you. One of them will go to the, here's where we're going to do this to avoid unnecessary traffic jams. They're going to stand where they are. So if you feel so inspired, just raise your hand or better yet, just get up and move over to the nearest person. And if there's somebody there, if you want to go somewhere else, fine. But if you want to wait and just queue up behind them, that's fine too. And uh, encourage you to, again, we're going to try to keep it to the prompts that we have that are on your card. So be thinking about that. And try to keep it short so that other people have a chance. The elder is going to hold the microphone so we limit the back and forth stuff. The elder will just hold the microphone for you to speak, encourage you to uh, be bold in this. And I just say one other thing. If you're feeling something, if you're stirred in some way, it's highly likely that somebody in the room needs to hear your piece of the story for their own hope encouragement. So now we reach that very awkward time when someone gets to go first. So who would like to go? Lillian, would you tell everybody your name, even though I just did? Sure. My name is Lily. Yes. Um, I just want to share that two years ago at the same time, I was uh, filled with hopelessness. And um, I have just cried out to the Lord. And uh, recently he has just brought... um, such healing to our family, uh, physical healing, things um, that I had been praying for. Also, I just want to say I'm filled with hope because I now see God so clearly in every day of my life, in every situation. Um, So I know that he is with me, and um, I just can't contain my joy and gratitude. Awesome. Can I pray a blessing over you? Absolutely. God, thank you for the hope that you poured into Lily over these two years. Thank you for all the goodness that is coming out of her through it. And thank you for sharing it with us, God. Amen. Amen. Someone else. I didn't mention, but if you need hope, that the elder that's there is going to pray for you right now and invite the rest of us. So. Good morning. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Ashley. Um, sorry, I'm about to cry here, but I'm going to anyway. Um, I'm a mom of three and often feel overwhelmed with life, um, being a mom, a working mom, housework, all of it, um, to the point where I uh, went and cried my eyes out in Colleen's office one day, and she was just so gracious and encouraging. And she gave me hope this last week just by her encouraging words to stick through it and to rely on God. And David's message last week also, his words of um, continuing to seek through the suffering was also something that I needed to hear because I have a tendency to 
um, find other means of comfort instead of my comfort in him. And so my hope is that God is with me and in the midst of my home and my family, and he's working through all of all of my overwhelmedness, and he is changing who I am and also showing me the ways that I can be Jesus to my kids and uh, all the ways that I need to um, show his love to them and be a good example for them. So my hope has been shown to me through David and Colleen and... I'm very grateful for that. Can I pray for you? Father God, Ashley's hope is inspiring and it is just ripe with hope and fruit of your love and your care for her and her family. I pray that you would continue this good, precious work in her heart. Amen. Others? Over here. Um, I uh, have hope because I got to spend the last year working with 35 nursing students, teaching them how to care for patients with mental health and physical um, physical problems. And I got to watch them graduate yesterday and share the rich tradition of nursing, which is caring for others with the love of Christ in their physical distress. And um, I just am hopeful because I see them going on and, and continuing this tradition. Can I pray for you, Holly? Father, we just thank you for the heart that Holly has for what she has poured into these graduates, God. As they go off now in many different ways, would you equip them to love and serve people the way uh, you desire. God, may they be Jesus in their own way to everyone that they minister to, work with, live with, um, 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 interact with, God. And God, I pray that you would continue to um, fill Holly up in in the role that she has, that she would continue to build in to people who really, really need encouragement so that they can serve. Pray that you would fill her tank as well, God. Pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Elaine? Can you tell us your name? Sure. My name is Judy, and uh, I'm one of your senior citizens here in the congregation. (laughs) So I have lived a significant number of years uh, with Jesus as my Savior. During those years, things have often been difficult Sometimes despair, sometimes loneliness, sometimes not understand. But his word is true. And I stand here to testify to that. Keeping it together, I hope. Um, the, The words we sang this morning, the scriptures we have quoted, these are words that are alive and sustaining. And the more that we cry out to God, the more that we thank him for all that he's given to us, the more he comes into our lives and creates shalom. So stand fast. He's here and he has the answers. Thank you. Can I pray with you? 
Judy's wisdom is beautiful and it's leading us to be hopeful and rested in your beauty. Time can tick long at times and sometimes life is quick. And we thank you for Judy's faithfulness and her willingness to share that with us today. Thank you, Judy. Emily? Uh, good morning. My name is Ben. Um, a little higher, a little higher. <laughs> so um, some of you may know, um, some of you may not. I recently was diagnosed with a lung disease. Um, and so as you can imagine, that's a little scary. Um, and so I haven't gone to the doctor yet. It's scheduled. You know how that works now with our timing. So it's about, uh, it's next month in June. So my hope is always in God. So, but my worry and my fears is what I need hope for. Um, you know, I have so much trust and faith in God and my brothers and sisters here. That's why I wanted to share it with you guys. We'll walk this walk together, um, regardless of what it looks like. Um, so it's just really more of being hopeful um, in my peace, I guess, with whatever re- uh, prognosis comes out of my, uh, my meeting. So that's where I'm at. Let me pray for you, Ben. Father, we thank you so much that you are here, that you are with Ben, and you are blessing him in the midst of all of this. We pray for your healing touch to be upon him. And again, just thank you for your presence. Amen. Amen. Scott? Can you tell me your name? Hi, I'm Carolyn. Um, I'm going to read this verse first. Uh, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Stick to the script. I need hope in these times where we are tossed to and fro with ideas and beliefs at war within our family. You are our anchor and this storm shall pass. Can I pray for you? Lord Christ, I know you look upon your daughter and you understand the storm. Would you come across the waves to her and to her family and provide every needed thing? Would you rescue, Lord? Would you be so present that everywhere, every direction they turn, there you are. And let them see it, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your love for this family, for this woman. You say that they will lack nothing. And we trust you, Lord. You are our hope. Amen. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and um, really recently I'm going through a season in my life where I'm unsure. Um, 
I sometimes feel hopeless because of my past that I'm not quite sure how to do something right. This is new for me. And as much as I feel hope in what I want, it feels hopeless because I am unfamiliar. And in unfamiliarity, there's a lot of fear that I won't get it right and that I'll fail. But I've recently been reminded by my brothers and sisters that Jesus' love is bigger than I ever imagined. And that even if I fail and fall flat on my face, I'm still loved. So my hope has been restored recently. And I'm really grateful for that. Let me pray for you. Father God, once again, I thank you for your presence here with Stephanie. That she knows you. That she listens to your spirit, Lord. Help her fight her insecurities, the things that she's hearing that are false about her. Remind her what is true, that her identity is in you, and that you will not fail her. Amen. Would you tell everyone your name? Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm filled with hope because I see God's presence in the most intimate relationship I have with my wife. Um, we, we have both been through divorce. And in spite of our failings and our brokenness, God has forgiven us and has redeemed us. And I see God's presence in, in how we relate to each other. Um, and it continues to grow and becomes peaceful. And, and it's, it's just awe-inspiring what God has done in spite of who we are and my brokenness and her brokenness. And your wife is? And my wife is Melinda. Melinda. Can I pray for you? Lord, what do we say to beauty like this? Where you take our failings and our brokenness, um, give us trust and faith and turn it into beauty that is hard to contain. I thank you for what you have done, Paul and Melinda. Thank you for the fruit that that has borne to so many others over the years. I just thank you for their faithfulness for their trust in you, which results in blessing abounding, not just for them, but for so many others. I ask that you would bless and increase who they are and what they are doing, and you would continue to build your kingdom in this really awesome way. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Can you tell us your name? Um, I'm Donna. Um, I need hope in God's healing because... Like many of you, you've probably experienced where God didn't heal. And when I lost my husband, that makes it much harder for me to heal, or to pray for healing for somebody else. Um, and I have a family member that needs that now. But I am hopeful because he does answer prayers, so I keep praying. Can I pray with you now? <clears throat> God, we thank you for this precious daughter of yours, and we pray that she would continue to be hopeful in you and that you would continue this beautiful and powerful work in her life. 
and we pray for healing for those she knows and for herself and God we know that you are over all things Amen Here Rachel Hi Rachel Um, God's giving me hope Um, He's been talking to me a lot about through a children's song this is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it and um, I'm a future caster and I like to run to the next thing I like to dream about what God's doing but that often puts me not in today so he's giving me hope in every breath every moment every day Father, I just thank you so much for my sweet Rachel here. And God, I am reminded about how important it is to listen. I'm also reminded, God, of how children can teach us. Children's songs, words, worship, all of that, God. All of these things give us hope. Um, I thank you for Rachel and for her sharing how she is getting hope in it through that is by spending time with you and um, by listening. So God, continue to pray that for all of us, that we would make space in our lives, in our every day, for and with you. Amen. Scott, can you tell us your name? Laudan. Um, so I think this season of my life, um, I most need hope, uh, that um, God can heal. Um, and that even if he doesn't, that I will survive. <laughs> And I think that um, through everything, uh, he has given me hope that um, he will provide. And most specifically through, um, through all of you, the amount of love and support and provision through all of you um, has proven his faithfulness to me and made his presence very real in my life in this really uh, difficult time. Can I pray for you? Lord, I'm thankful that for the work that you have done through Zach and Ladan in our in this family. Um, you've blessed us with who they are. You've also blessed us through where they're going and who they're going with. And it's it's been so good and instructive, God. Evan's just one example of that. To realize how much you love your daughter and how much you love this son, Zach, 
teaches me how much you love me and my family, and I'm thankful for that. Would you look upon this daughter, God, and fill her with your joy as she waits for healing from you? Would you show her the fruit that her trust is bearing even now and speak tenderly to her of the future and your plans for it and how much goodness you will continue to pour into their lives and the lives of her family. Thank you for all this, Lord. We ask you to heal and come. Amen. Hi, my name is Selena, a.k.a. Monique. (laughs) Um, I want to say that being in the body of Christ here at um, Oak Hills has given me hope for a future, for our community. Um, I believe that God is softening each and every one of our hearts to love one another unconditionally. And I'm just really excited for the future. Like the word says, this too shall pass. (laughs) Thank you. Lord, thank you for Selena, that you have brought her here and used her to teach us so much, Lord. We thank you for the hope that you have already uh, created through her presence here. And we ask that it would just ignite wherever she is. In your son's name, amen. All right, we have time for two more. One is here. Brother, can you tell us your name? I am Kevin. And uh, when I look at my life and where I am right now, um, God has been so faithful and so loving um, to my family and me and blessed us so richly. Uh, I know that in my head, And yet, despite all that, there's a disconnect still here. And I don't live my life like a guy who has that kind of hope. Um, For some reason, there's still still stuff and junk that blocks that. Um, And uh, so my my hope, my prayer is that, um, you know, I'll get to the bottom of that and that, that I will really, truly... Um, start to live as a, as, as a man who has the hope that God has already really proven to me that I can lean on. May I pray for you? God, this is so good. Kevin's journey is mine. Would you deepen his understanding? Would you make that mile between the head and the heart just disappear? I know you will. I know that that is your desire for him. It is his desire for himself. I know you will do this, God, because you are good. You've promised that you've begun a good work and you will complete it. You've promised over and over that you will show him the right paths. 
So I just, I thank you for what you're going to do, God. It is so exciting. I feel like we were separated at birth. Just bless my brother with that deep knowledge that goes beyond the rational and into what is even more real. Amen. Okay, last one. Hi, what's your name? I'm Dave. Um, And there are those uh, moments at the end of the day when I sit down and I think back over the day uh, or those times at night when you're awakened and you think back to something that you said and you just think, ah, I didn't need to say that. Or things that you've done and you think, I didn't need to do that. Or those things that you knew you should have done, but you didn't do. And for some weird and mysterious reason, God has me experience that yuckiness and that brokenness that comes through that wayward wanderings. But I've always found that in the end, he brings me back to what he taught me over the last couple of years um, as I've been reading through the Psalms that my hope is not in me or in what I do or do not do, but that my hope is in him in his unfailing love and in his faithfulness to himself and to what he's promised. That's my hope. And uh, I I don't know where it is, but it could be in the Bible, but the thing that keeps coming back to me is, I think it's a song, uh, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies they never come to an end. That they are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. And so my prayer uh, is that that reality would grow ever more uh, in my world and in the world of those around me. And that that would become ever more dominant uh, in my line of thinking. And just to plant myself in that love and in that faithfulness. Can I pray with you? Sure. God, we thank you that Dave has shared with all of us the way that you come to him and come to us in those small, quiet moments in those tender moments of self-reflection and quietness when when you can be found and in the personal ways that you speak to him and help him find a better way in this world and a better life and a, to be a better brother and husband and father we thank you for the inspiration that we feel from his journey We pray you would continue your great work in his heart. Amen. Amen. Scott? 
as our service ends in just a couple of minutes, I want to invite you to do something right after the service, um, right, right over here. So if you look at the arc of Scripture throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament, three things stand out. One is God's love is stunning. Secondly, God can do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants. And third, the vast majority of what God does on the earth, he does through his people. In many ways, but through his people. So what I want to invite you to, if you have felt stirred at all this morning, that stirring is the Holy Spirit wanting to interact and partner with you somehow. And there's a good chance that what he wants to do in your life, he wants to use somebody else to bring that about. So when the service is over, all of us have been leading prayer, going to be right over here on this side. And you can come up to us for prayer. Now, you don't have to tell us anything. You know, we'll ask, is there something you'd like us to know? If you have something you'd like prayed for, we would love to do that. If you don't want to share that, We'll just pray a blessing over you, just as effective. So that's your invitation. Right after we're done, just right over here, we would love to pray with you. So hope to see you there. Let's pray together as we move into a time to declare the amazing hope that we have, the future hope that shapes the present. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. That is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all people and especially of those who believe. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.